To place your audio ad here, contact us at citizen at henricocitizen.com. Supervisors School Board Find Harmony in Two-Hour Meeting Henrico's Board of Supervisors and School Board emerged from a two-hour budget review Wednesday in apparent harmony about the future and direction of the school system, two days after four supervisors expressed frustration that they don't hold any direct oversight powers over the system. The two boards met as part of the third day of supervisors' budget review, during which they are hearing from all county agency leaders one at a time. Their discussion ranged from virtual learning and the purchase of new school buses to the expansion of Henrico's advanced career education centers and what to do with the current home of the Math and Science Innovation Center, but they focused largely on the topics of equity and achievement. Verena District Supervisor Tyrone Nelson raised the latter issue Wednesday, as he has done regularly in years past during similar sessions, wondering aloud what more supervisors might do to help the system address the reality that Fairfield and Verena District schools, whose students are largely black, generally lag in achievement levels behind their West End counterparts, whose student populations are largely white. Nelson and other supervisors Monday had lamented that short of cutting funding to the school board, they had no recourse for addressing achievement issues or other shortcomings they see in the school system, though they didn't identify specific issues at the time. During a 10-minute narrative Wednesday, Nelson said he believes the school board is working hard to address achievement gaps but that he's still concerned that the schools with the lowest standardized test scores generally are in the two eastern Henrico districts. No one is going to say kids in the eastern part of the county can't learn, Nelson said. I don't think any of you all are going to say that, right? But there are gaps. And so if it's not about the ability to learn, based upon race or socioeconomic status, then what is it? That's my struggle for the 10 years I've been on the board. I want to see our schools in the East be as successful as the schools in the West. I do look forward today when I can come in here and say confidently that people come to Henrico County for our schools across the board, and not just those in the West End. Henrico Superintendent Amy Cashwell told Nelson that she and school leaders are just as determined to fix the achievement gap but said there are inherent challenges that require special focus. Not only would I not say that students in some of our schools that aren't achieving can't achieve, I don't believe that, she told Nelson, adding that school officials would not waver from their commitment to improve achievement levels in the eastern Henrico schools. I would argue at all of our schools the challenges go beyond the academic. Our challenges are significant, the needs that students are bringing into the classroom very greatly compared to 10 to 15 years ago. The school system's proposed general fund budget of $560.9 million accounts for 57% of the county's overall $983.9 million general fund budget proposal, which makes up the lion's share of its overall $1.43 billion operating budget proposal for the coming fiscal year 2021-22 that begins July 1st. While racial equity is worthy of examination, Fairfield District Supervisor Frank Thornton said he'd like the discussion to focus more on social class equities, how they affect homes, how they affect students when they come to the classroom. His district is home to many of the lowest-income communities in the county, whereas the three Chopped and Tuckahoe districts in the West End are home to some of the wealthiest. Verena District School Board member Alicia Atkins thanked Nelson for his passion for students of the district and said she raising the topic was an important and necessary step. We are fighting, we are pushing hard, she said. We're in a fight. We're in a fight right now. This is not a time to be casual. We can't afford any more casualties.
Everything that you shared, I agree, I support. Brookland District School Board member Christy Kinsella told colleagues and supervisors that the Fairfield and Verena districts aren't the only ones with equity issues, implying that her district shares in them. She suggested that the two boards plan quarterly meetings to ensure that they are on the same page and to share information, a suggestion that Board of Supervisors Chairman Dan Schmidt later suggested would occur. Three CHOP Supervisor Tommy Brannon suggested that members of the two boards pair up by district and tour their communities together, as he and three CHOP school board member Mickey Ogburn did recently. That idea, he said, could help inform citizens about the importance of a planned November 2022 bond referendum, which could approach $600 million in total, with as much as $400 million earmarked for schools' projects. The Future of Virtual Learning Asked by Tuckahoe Supervisor Pat O'Bannon whether she expects virtual learning to remain a staple of the school system's offerings, Cashwell had a simple answer, yes. School system leaders are planning to offer a limited number of fully virtual seats for students beginning in the fall, Cashwell said, and view the concept as being similar to a specialty center. You're opting into an experience that's different, she said. In such a structure, students and teachers would be fully virtual all year, meaning teachers would not have to teach in person and virtual students simultaneously, as many elementary school and some secondary school teachers are doing now. Any students who choose the virtual option will still count as Henrico School students, Cashwell said, and they will count as such for state funding purposes. The state funds each school district on a per-pupil basis based upon its annual daily membership. School officials also are debating what to do with the Math and Science Innovation Center building at Central Gardens, which some at leases from the county but will be vacating this summer, when that lease expires, Cashwell said. The school system stopped participating in and contributing funding to the program last year, opting instead to reallocate the funds that covered one or two field trips for students each year into STEAM, science, technology, engineering and mathematics, materials and programs that they can use in class year-round. The feedback we're getting from teachers is they like this path better, and it just is meeting the needs of kids, Ogburn said. Cashwell didn't provide a timeline about when the $54 million renovation and an expansion projects of the school system's two A centers at Hermitage and Highland Springs High Schools might take shape but indicated work will be completed as expeditiously as possible. The system has to turn away more than 1,000 students each year who want to participate in the centers, which offer courses and professional training in dozens of industries because they have no more available seats.